0: KYW original podcasts.
1: For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In Depth on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW
0: In Depth.
1: I'm Matt Leon. Time for our look back at the week that was in the American economy in the midst of a pandemic and in the midst of a lot of unrest. And for a change, we've got some really good news as the May jobs report was much better, much better than anyone thought. We talk about that and a lot more like commercial real estate, arts funding, and we do it all with David Fiorenza, assistant professor of practice at the Villanova School of Business. Good conversation. Give a listen. Well, David, we usually start talking about unemployment, and usually it's jaw-dropping numbers, but uh, we just got the unemployment rate for May, and all of a sudden, we got some real positive news. Instead of going up to 20%, like most people had predicted, it actually goes down to 13.3. I mean, still awful, but considering where we could have been, it looks like we added two and a half million jobs last month. This goes against everything everybody was predicting. What are your thoughts? What How? what are your, how do you explain this?
0: You are correct, Matt. It is still jaw dropping, but in the opposite direction. Uh, I think the economists uh, were looking at numbers like they always do, but I think the comeback or recovery is happening a little quicker than they expected. And that's where they were way off on their estimates. They didn't believe people were going to be coming back to the economy this quick. And I didn't either because of states like New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and California. That's about one-third of the economy. And was still being in a phase of either a yellow or red phase or halfway shut down, I'm still surprised to see the numbers go in the opposite direction. I'm pleased as well.
1: Do you think we are going to see, though, some wild swings here over the next few months just because the volatility of this? Some states are opening up, but if we see a spike, uh, they might have to take a step back. Are you? A, I don't think this is going to be a straight climb, do you? I
0: think it's going to be up and down. I know the economy is showing signs of life. I've seen housing and um, building permits increasing in the area. Interest rates remain low for borrowing and for mortgages, and this was, the, this was the time of the year when people are starting to look at moving because they're getting towards summertime. I'm hoping we're not going to go in the opposite direction, and then when you and I speak in the month of July, we're seeing unemployment go back up to 15 or 20%. So I hope that the recovery for the labor market continues, and I, I, I think it will, but there, we, have, we have hope, but we still have to have caution.
1: And you had mentioned to me about those housing and building permits in the tri-state area going up. Uh, Are you surprised by that?
0: I was a little bit surprised. But then when I took a step back, I thought, well, if people are not working and if they've either received money from the CARES Act or they received their tax refunds, you're you're starting to see activity of them going to places like Lowe's, Home Depot, all your hardware stores. And you're seeing a lot of your smaller contractors who are in Pennsylvania are able to go back to work over a month ago. So that's stimulating the economy a little bit. And I think people who would normally be taking a vacation by, by air are going to do staycations and possibly put some of the money back into home improvements, new decks. A lot of people are, are, are looking into maybe uh, pools, not the permanent pools, but maybe an above ground. They're looking at putting bricks and all the things like ponds in their backyards and enjoying their backyard maybe this summer.
1: We talked a few weeks ago about municipal budgets, state budgets, and the concerns. Uh, What have you seen on that front? Do you you still have big-time concerns about this?
0: Well, I have have concerns if a municipality or city only has one source of tax revenue, meaning if they have a source of tax revenue of just the uh, income tax or the wage tax, because average hourly earnings are actually going down. They went down 1%. Uh, from last month to this month. So, if a municipality has a variety of taxes, such as the real estate tax, the wage tax, maybe a sales tax or a use tax, they can draw on different revenue sources. And with the pandemic hitting and closing down around March 15th, a lot of your suburban municipalities were able to collect anywhere between 80 and 85% of the real estate tax, which is going to help them get through the summer months. My concern is the expense that is being incurred uh, for various things, let's say in the Upper Marion area for a public safety and public works, guarding the mall until that opens up. Or a lot of the municipalities uh, that I've been in contact with, a a lot of their police departments are traveling 10, 15, even 20 miles to help out in neighboring communities uh, for things such as looting, uh, peaceful protesters, those kinds of things. So I think the process should be for these municipalities, start doing next year's budget now. Don't wait until September.
1: One of the things we were curious slash No, even if there's federal relief even if uh, places do everything they can we're going to see some pretty austere budgets and it seems to me when you have to deal with austerity one of the first things that gets the axe is funding for the arts is do you have a concern kind of across the board that we're going to see a lot of really cool places really important places see their funding dry up just because of the situation we're in
0: uh, that's a great point. And, and it's a great adjective to use, austerity. Uh, if a place has a great endowment, they can draw from their endowments. But the arts in Philly were lively. And we, we know nationwide that we've added hospitality and leisure jobs from the last month. And that's a good thing. Once the economy starts opening up, I would oh, I would hate to see some of the arts places and the nonprofit venues not be able to do their programming. I do know a lot of places have canceled a lot of their summer programs. Uh, if they've received grant money, some of that grant money will be able to be used into the next calendar year. So there's the arts and the, and all the entertainment areas of Philadelphia. That is really, really big. That is part of who we are in Philadelphia.
1: One thing that I don't think people have gotten their arms around yet. There's so many ripple effects of this. But I see a really bleak future for commercial real estate simply because there's going to be a number of businesses that have closed. And I think there's going to be a lot of businesses that have realized that the, the, the majority of their workforce can work from home. What could that look like? And what would be kind of the ripple effects of that if commercial real estate really kind of falls off a cliff?
0: Well, that's a great time to bring that up because companies are realizing that, that if people can work from home and, and do things virtually and maybe one day a week or one day every other week meet in an office environment and doesn't have to be a a 10,000 square foot office building, it could be just rentable space that you see, and you can you can see companies looking at their bottom line, saying, you know what? As long as we have great IT, as long as we have have great virtual systems, as long as our employees are more productive at home, somebody can wake up at six o'clock in the morning, and by six thirty they have their coffee and they turn their computer on, compared to waiting at the set. To, train station and then getting into work eight or nine o'clock. So there's something to be said about employee satisfaction and productivity, but then there's that disconnect. Uh, the reason why we travel into the cities is not just to to work in the commercial buildings, but it's to go out afterwards for all the things we just mentioned, the arts and entertainment and the cultural events. So I, I have a pretty big concern about what the cities are going to look like, especially Philadelphia, when it comes time to commercial real estate. Maybe not this year, but what's it going to look like next year when it levels off? Will we see a lot of vacancy rates? We possibly could.
1: And if not as many people are traveling, that means probably not as many people taking mass transit. Of course, mass transit, SEPTA, PATCO, they've taken a huge hit the last couple of months. Uh, What could you think we might see uh, as a result of this? Because that's got to be a real funding emergency.
0: Absolutely. The multiplier effect, not only for the fact that people aren't using SEPTA, but what does that say about the gasoline taxes that we pay uh, every year to the Commonwealth and to the federal government? If people aren't traveling as much, that means less funding for filling the potholes, redoing the streets, and also less funding for public transportation. And I think that's going to be a big concern because Philadelphia relies on the the state of Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth budget, help assist in the budget for SEPTA. And I want to see what SEPTA's capital plans are going to look like in the next five years. Are certain things going to be put on hold at this point, especially the large project that is supposed to connect uh, to the King of Prashamaw, a a train stop there? things like that may be put on hold. Uh, The the train that would be going down into Center City that's going to go further all the way down into the shipyard, will that be put on hold? All these kinds of projects, capital projects, may have to be rethinked and deferred for a few years.
1: And we often kind of ask you, what are some things kind of maybe off the radar that aren't in the headlines right now, but we could need to pay attention to economic-wise? Anything that's kind of bubbled up that you think people should keep an eye on?
0: I'm gonna to have to go back to um what I always talked about with universities. Universities are, are not just think tanks and they're not great resources for the community, but they're also economic engines. And what will our great universities look like in the tri state area in the future? Will will we have more online? If we have more online, will that mean less people traveling into the city universities such as Penn, Drexel and and all the other neighboring universities, how will they be able to, to weather this storm? Uh, they employ hundreds, if not thousands of employees, all of our universities, as well as putting out good products of students that are going to go into the workforce. So I don't know if this is going to be a transition year for students, maybe a year where they where they take off, uh, a year where they maybe go to a community college and transfer into a four-year college. So there's a lot of impact, not just for, for Villanova, but the Big Five, and even beyond, even the, the schools that, that go into the, the five-county area, because we are rich with a lot of good educational institutions.
1: That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, Then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.